What's on my mind today? What is on your mind today? I was reading a book uh, by Sandy Ronaldo. might know her from The Property Virgins. She wrote a book. And not my top favorite book, but, you know, I think you can learn something from everybody. And in it, she has a lot of checklists. And one of them was things that home buyers need to be aware of and, like, their top ten lists or whatever. So, tell me, what do home buyers really need to be aware of? <laughs> so many things. The one that was on my mind, because we were actually, it ties all in. We were at a, our uh, monthly, monthly meeting, meeting yeah. today with yeah. Royal LePage team. Yep. Uh, great turnout, great guests, jam-packed full of information. But my one takeaway was, in this market, January and February are historically kind of slow in Ottawa, and it's been busy. There's still a shortage of listings, yep, multiple sure. offers on almost everything. So everything is six to eight offers, 30 to 40 over list. And so that was sort of the the takeaway I got from the meeting. And then it ties in with Sandy Ronaldo's book. One of her points was that you need to use a real estate agent. You need to sign a BRA, a buyer representation agreement with that agent so that they're 100% working for you. And it doesn't cost a buyer anything. The seller is the one that's paying the commission in 99.9% .9 of the cases. So why not have that expertise working for you? For sure. But I was thinking about it because a, a real a buyer shouldn't just like pick any real estate agent in this market. No, I would I would agree with that 100%. You know, it, <clears throat> it's been an interesting week last week for us. We had um, two sales we were very fortunate to be involved in two. Uh, one on the listing side and one on the sales side. On the listing side, it was multiple offer and it did end up going over list price. Um, but more importantly, the one that we did with our buyer um, came on the market and within three hours, we had our buyer in the property and an hour after that, we actually, had an, we actually wrote an offer on the property. Now, what's important about that is they weren't holding off offers. Mm -hmm. And we knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that if we didn't get in there quickly and get our offer submitted quickly and leave a short time frame with it, there was a possibility that there were going to be other offers come in and we were going to end up competing. Yeah, exactly. So I think that for exactly that reason, when people are choosing the realtor, one of your interviewing questions, and yeah, you should interview real estate agents, interview us, interview at least three other agents, make sure you're picking the right agent for your personality, your goals, what you want, but also for their expertise in this kind of a market. So one of the questions I would be uh, asking in that interviewing process is how many uh, multiple offer situations have you been in? Yeah. Do you, What's your protocol for a multiple offer situation? If it's a seller that's interviewing real estate agents, a question would be is what is your process for multiple offers? It, do you have a uh, process that you go through? Like mm -hmm. we absolutely do. And if you're interested in selling, we'll go over that with you. But we have a multi-step process that we go through when we're expecting multiple offers. We also have a plan B if you don't get multiple offers. Well, in, in, in light of that too, we also play the two sides of the coin, so to speak. So we have the plan for the listing, uh, but we also have a plan for the buyer. Because uh, it's two separate things, mm -hmm. you know. When you're the when you're the listing person or the seller, you're in a better position because now you can look at different offers and things of that nature. The challenge with a buyer is is they don't know what they're going into, and we don't know what we're going into until we get closer to the point of offer presentation, where we know about how many offers are going to be on the table. And the biggest key through this whole thing is understanding the dynamics, understanding what they have the property listed at. 
doing research beforehand to determine whether they're actually selling at under value in anticipation of multiple offers or whether they're at market value or whether there's a potential for it to go over market value and if it is going to go over market value by how much. And there's some things like what Gerald's talking about where you can't substitute for for a great experience and a great gut feel in this industry. I think that um, one of our strengths that we bring to the table for sure without a doubt is our experience in this industry and our gut feel on a lot of things backed by a lot of stats and a lot of experience and multiple offers. Um, we, we are always striving to get the best for our client who is under contract, whether it's right. a buyer or a seller. So if you're a buyer in this market and you don't have a real estate agent, do your due diligence, interview them, but include in that process the question of how they handle multiple offers from a buyer perspective. If you plan on getting, if you're looking for the typical house that everyone's looking for in Ottawa right now, and you can guarantee you're going to be in multiple offers almost every time. So what's their strategy for making sure that doesn't happen? And if it does happen, how do they make sure that you come in as the winner of that multiple offer and not overpay? Ask them that question because that is like going to be the lifeline of your buying process in 2019. Absolutely. And I think the other thing to anticipate too with buyers in particular, because uh, we did have a situation arise last week where a buyer says, I'm not paying over list price. Mm -hmm. And we knew that beyond a shadow of a doubt, it was going to go above. It was probably going to go 20, 30, maybe 40. I think 40 probably would have been pushing it above what they were asking because they did undervalue it. Yeah. And it's pointless writing an offer because all what you're doing is helping the other offers substantiate and put more money in the pocket of the seller. And so on a property like that, if you're not willing to compete, if you're not willing to take the heed of what the agent is telling you, then it's important just to let it go and move on to another property. Otherwise, you're just going to waste everyone's time. Yeah. And really, you bring up a great point because that's one of the things if you're if if your agent has shown you under a market evaluation for that property that you want to offer on that its value is 30000 more than they even listed it at and you're not willing to pay anything over list and in fact you might even want to get it less than list. Not going to happen. What What's going to happen is that your offer, should you choose to write it, is the seller should send you a thank you note because what you're really doing is helping the sellers get more for their money. You're one of the offers. There may have They may have three offers or four offers. Yours is really nothing. Yeah. But because of the way our system is structured in Ontario, none of the other agents know that your offer is only full price or even under full price. Yeah. And the, the, all they know is there's three or four competing offers. And so they just keep going higher for the more competing offers there are. So that in a nutshell, I'm rambling on a bit, but that in a nutshell is what was on my mind this morning with regards to buyers. As always, if you have any questions about the industry at all or your process of buying and selling, we're here to help. Call us anytime.